Welcome back to the show, you guys. I am your host, Blair Dreesen. And on today's episode, I have another amazing guest to share with you guys. Today, my guest, her name is Tina Ojeda Willis. Did mm-hmm. I do that right? Yep. I got, got it right. It. Okay, cool. <laughs> High five to self. <laughs> I, was, I was asking her, I realized I didn't know her last name before we hit record. And she said it and I was all, oh, what a... <laughs> I was like, I'm going to butcher this name. Well, exotic. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, where? I'm going to have to figure out like where that comes. You're going to have to share then in a minute here where that originates from. Because I was like, what? Um, okay. So Tina, actually, I met a couple weeks ago in person um, at, during the facilitator live when I went to San Diego. If you were following my stories, you saw that I went there. Um, to be with my mentor and a group of women that were, we were having like a retreat training experience and Tina, oh, Tina, this was so sweet. So actually when I very first met her, I immediately, I was like, that's my mom's name is Tina. Okay. So, and just FYI, I'm moving through a lot of like mother wound healing right now. So I was like, I understand the assignment, God, like (laughs) when she arrived and then she sat, we sat right next to each other. There was no designated spots in this very first circle that we sat in. And she sat right next to me. And I was like, yes. And I could tell immediately, like you were really sweet and stuff. And I was like, I'm really going to jive with this girl. And I'm really going to like her. I just thought it was interesting because you know how we make those connections to like names with people that we either have some healing we got to do or we had like this. So immediately I was just like, okay, I see this as the opportunity. I love this. I love this so much. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited to chat with you, Tina, just about all the things, because I instantly like she's sharing her story. She's sharing all the things she's doing. And I'm like, I cannot wait to have you on the podcast and pick your brain around all of these things. So before we dive in, tell us a little about, about you, who you're about, what you do. And then yes, your last name, because now I'm very intrigued. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am also excited when I met you. It was like, oh, I love her energy. Like, this is awesome. So I am so glad to be doing this. So my last name, Ojeda, is Mexican. I'm Mexican. So that's what that is, basically. Um, A lot of people will think it's Japanese because I think it's Ojeda. Oh, yeah. I could see that from how it's spelled. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. The J is silent. And then just the hyphen, my husband's last name. But I just knew I was like, I'm keeping my Ojeda because that's, that is me. I'm not getting rid of it. So I love that. That There's that. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm glad to be here. I am a Reiki master. I am getting into shamanism. So I am learning under a shaman right now and I'm incorporating that into, you know, all of my services and mm-hmm. it's just been beautiful. I love the way that I got into all of this was first and foremost, just for myself, seeking my own healing. Um, And once I started healing, I just knew that I wanted to not just have this be a one way thing. I wanted there to be a flow of like me receiving and now giving back. Um, I'm super big on that. Like I I don't ever want to hoard. I don't want to be a taker. I want to be a giver. Mm -hmm. And so I'm big on just like when I'm learning stuff, I'm like, how can I help other people with this? And so that's kind of that's what I did. That's what I do. That's, that's what I'm about. I love that so much. And I mean, 
I, I got that right away from meeting you just like a giver of energy and really, truly wanting to support others in just any way, shape or form. Like, yeah. and I love that about you is definitely one of the things that I was like, I just, I want to be around her. She's just such a, a beautiful soul. So yeah, share more. So like, I'm, um, I know about Reiki. I'm Reiki attuned. I, I used to do Reiki healings. I've used it before and um, with my clients and stuff, but it's definitely not like my area of expertise. Right. Um, and then within like the chakra system. Um, and I understand that because especially like within human design, that is a piece of just like our chart and our energy and our aura. So I feel like there are things that I understand about it, um, but I would really love for you to kind of like explain to the audience, like why Reiki is like so important and the healing benefits of it. And actually, you know what? And this is like literally popping into my brain right now. The very first time I ever learned about Reiki was when I was in massage therapy school, like freaking many, many lifetimes ago. <laughs> and I, and I remember thinking like, Ooh, that sounds interesting like to add that into massage. So just kind of like break it down break it for down. somebody who like, they're like, what is Reiki? <laughs> like, why would I want to do that? Right. I know. And it's so funny. I, I think I remember when, when I asked you what you did, you kind of were like, uh, I don't know how to like <laughs> word this. Right? And that's kind of how I feel about Reiki. Like when people ask, it's just so freaking all encompassing that it's like very hard to just be like, uh, and three sentences or less this is what it is right know? yes it just, it just is like a living thing for me and it's like and you know and I was taught that you know being a Reiki master does not mean I've mastered Reiki it means I've, I'm allowing Reiki to master me Ooh. you know so I'm never going to be like yeah I'm not going to be a, like a professional on it or like be able to because it is what it is right it's like the flow of the universe and I'm just a part a small part of that and I I'm very intuitive with it. Like my, the Reiki master I learned under, she was just like, I'm not teaching you anything new. Like I can tell, like you've been doing this like several lifetimes. And that's kind of how I felt. I felt like when I started it, it just felt like I was coming home. It just felt, I was like finally tapping into something that I had numbed out for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And so I, I love like kind of how I just took to it, you know, just very kind of intuitive. And for me, you know, I think that it's so important with Western medicine being so prevalent on like, let's stop how you feel, right? Mm -hmm. It's very big on like, let's not feel that way here. You know, where Reiki to me is like, let's get to why, not even why, but like, let's work on, on the reasons you feel that way. You don't even have to like know them, but it works on just a deeper level of just like, let's remove kind of like this energy that's been stuck at the root of the problem. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it's a really good pair with, with Western, right? It's like really good to work on both. Um, so yeah, so that's what I'm I'm about with the Reiki. I use uh, crystals with my Reiki. Okay. Um, and for me, it's like, we're all atoms, right? We're all made up of these atoms swirling around each other and crystals are made up of atoms swirling around each other. And to me, crystals have not had a lifetime of trauma. So they are vibrating at a correct frequency. Oh. So I like to use them like on or near people's chakras to kind of like help our body's energy like match up to theirs to just give it a little extra oomph if you will. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I love that. I've never heard it like said in that way about crystals. 
Yeah. I love that kinda, so much. Yeah. It's like, they're just, they're just going at it the way they're supposed to be. Right. Yes. Um, and I do like, I didn't realize when I started doing Reiki that like when I would put my hands, you know, the, the hands on approach, like some of the stuff that I would intuitively get was just like, kind of, it was like, Oh, like, this is why I used to not want to touch certain items. Right. Like it was like, I feel like my, like these clear sentience kind of things came up where I didn't realize that was even a thing before. So it's been pretty amazing um, to be able to help people like even on that level. Okay. And then, yeah. And so with chakras, uh, for me, I really, really like the idea of them not operating on their own. I'm big with the fact, right, that they flow, they flow together. So a lot of times, like somebody thinks they have like, oh, I have an issue with my uh, solar plexus because I don't have confidence. And I'm more big on like, well, what's going on with the ones around that? You know, because that one might actually be operating okay, but the other one, and the other ones that are near it might be choking that energy out, you mm-hmm. know? And so I'm kind of big on like, I don't know, acknowledging that they're all operating together and not individually, if that makes yes. sense. Oh, no, that totally makes sense. Because I think it's almost like it's looking at the body in like when I look at uh, functional medicine versus conventional medicine and how it's really looking at the whole body, right. As the whole and how it's all working together. And I think that was something I loved when I was in massage therapy school was that we would look at the whole body and we would look how the feet to the legs, to the pelvis, Mm. to the chest, Mm. to the arms and how everything was moving as one Versus just when somebody, right, they, they do, they come in and they're like, usually like, oh, my shoulder hurts. So I need you to massage my shoulder. Right. Right. I have this cough. So I need you to address my cough and give me cough medicine. Right. Or in like, even in therapy, I, you know, I went through a divorce. I need you to help me deal with the divorce. Mm -hmm. All these other layers of trauma. Yep in the body that we just haven't processed. And so it gets clogged and then, yeah, it, it's impacting other regions of the body. So I love that you say that and you recognize that when you're looking at the chakra system, it's a, it's a system that's flowing and ever kind of working together. So if you, yeah, if you're just honing in right. on like one spot, yeah, you're not really seeing yeah. how everything else is being impacted as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Like and that. it's very much like you're saying, it's like, two people go to a doctor with back pain, right? And the doctor gives them the same exact medicine, even though like, who knows like where that actually comes from, right? Could yes. be could be done differently. So I kind of like that analogy. And, and it is, it's like, that's why I like Reiki because it opens up the energy for these chakras where you wouldn't get that, you know, other places. And for me, it's like, they're so connected in the sense of like the root chakra if I'm not feeling grounded and I'm not feeling secure, what am I going to do? I'm going to start grabbing for things that make me feel like I have a sense of control. I'm going to eat more. I'm going to drink more. I'm going to do more, which is going to affect the sacral. Right. And then when I'm doing all these unhealthy things, it's going to affect the solar plexus because then I'm not feeling good about myself. I'm not feeling confident. And then when I'm not feeling good about myself, uh, what do we do? Right. When we start feeling like bad about ourselves, we start talking bad about others. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and so then I'm going to start like focusing more on that. And then my heart chakra is getting like all kinds of funky, you know, and then 
when that starts happening, I'm starting to talk bad about myself. I'm starting to talk bad about others. I'm starting to gossip. And that's that throat chakra, you know? And then it's like, there's the anxiety starts popping up, right? Because that energy is bouncing between the throat and the heart. It's just, it is like this consistent, you know, thing, this chain of events, if you will. And I feel like Reiki just really taps into um, healing all of that instead of like healing the outside. It's more of like, let's look at the inside. Yes. And so explain to me, like, if I was a client, because I, I, I love how there's always differences, right? And Reiki practitioners and how they're using the energy of Reiki to be working with their clients. So take me through like what an experience would look like for a client when they're coming in for somebody, because you do in-person and virtual, correct? With your Reiki practice. So say for somebody, like if they're listening in the audience and they would like, oh, virtually, how does that even work? What would I expect? Like, what's this experience? So for virtual? Yeah, for virtual. Because I'm thinking like, if you know, some of my audience could be local to you and would want to hook up, but like maybe the mass majority of them are like, I'm in, you know, Utah and she's in California. How is this going to work? And it is, is that it's like the funniest thing. People are always like, how the heck does that work? You know? And, and I do, I have like a couple of people, like one's in Missouri, there's a couple in LA. So it's a thing. And, and it is really interesting to, to think about how energy connects that way. But if you've ever like heard of like people, like, like all coming together and praying for somebody, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And that energy be sent out or like that twin thing, right. Or like a twin just kind of knows, or even like a mom thing, right. Where you just kind of like, no. And you're yes. not even in the same room or even in the same city. And so why not the same with Reiki? Why not the same when we're connecting energetically in that way? Does that, would that not work? Yeah. Right. And yeah. so, and then of course there's like ancient symbols that connect almost like this thing to, to the person. I like when I do virtual, I have them send uh, me a picture of them where they're mm-hmm. at in their space. And I really like having that out. Um, and I lay crystals on the table, just like I would if they're there. I work the same energy. I ask them kind of what their intentions are. And the experiences have been incredible because after we'll do a check-in on the phone, Mm -hmm. the things that like we felt and seen are, it's, it's just kind of mind blowing sometimes, right? Like how similar we were connecting in that sense is. So that's kind of what virtual looks like. It's like, you're laying there in your own space and your own home and you're comfortable and you're listening to your own meditation music and I'm in my space and I'm basically working around the massage table as if you're lying there, your energy. And so, and I'm shooting that directly to you. Um, you still may feel the same things you would in person, the tingling, the hot, the cold. You might feel the energy flow where I'm working. Um, so that's kind of like how that works. I love it. I love it yeah. so much. And I love that you use like a photo of somebody. Yeah. And that's how you're kind of tapping into them energetically. Yeah. Um Talk to me a little about this shamanic work because <laughs> like, that's where my brain's really like lighting yeah. up. I'm like, I want to know all the things <laughs> because I hear so much more about this. I feel like online, I've been hearing more and more people talking about going into shamanic studies. And I kind of, I'm really want to like honor it and understand it, especially because I know that there is like a lineage of this, of just, you know, it's, it's powerful work. Um, and I, I think like, I really, again, I just want to learn more and the audience to learn more and, and to know and understand like who is like a reputable person to be either working with or connecting with in terms of like shamanic healing work. Yeah, that's another. So 
shamanism to me, it's as wide like spread as the Reiki, right? It's so, and again, it comes from this deeper place than just like, here's the thing. I'll put it this way. This is, so this, this guy that I'm learning of, this shaman that I am learning under, he is the most beautiful soul. I, I feel like I will never be able to be as knowledgeable as him because he's got one of those minds that just like remembers everything like the information he has is that's like, like the superpower when every anybody it, asks what's your superpower yes. like to have like a memory of an elephant oh my god his memory is so like fantastic so i'm so freaking thankful and he's why i like him too is he's like one of those that's not looking for like just making money off of this he's literally giving this for free and he he told me he's like it's not common for people to be interested in this, you know, that's mm-hmm. not a very common thing. Like I want to learn how to do this, but, um, and what's interesting about shamanism, you know, it's all walks of life. It's okay. literally like, if you look back through history, somehow, somewhere cultures everywhere, were practicing the same type of like this, this holistic with the plants, with the animals, you know, all kind of the same. Mm-hmm. And, so shamans used to be brought about by people basically having a breakdown. <laughs> if you had a breakdown, you were looked at like you have crossed some, you know, thing here. Where you were being like, like initiated into like this awakening of sorts of shamanism. <laughs> totally. totally. Well, and shit. I, well, then okay. I know. I've I had know. Many <laughs> explain that to me I was like oh my god like that so resonates not that I'm like this mental case but I mean part of my story and I've been very open about this is I'm clean and sober and so I I got to I have so shamanism is all about kind of like walking two worlds and I've basically been able to do that in this lifetime and I feel like that's why I've been called to do this right because I had the drinking and the using and the, my terrible bottom experience where, you know, all of the bad things. And then I'm clean and sober now for 10 years. And I get this beautiful life today of like helping others and giving back. And so I feel like that's why I really resonate Mm -hmm. with the walking in two worlds and basically like something was opened up for me, if that makes sense. Totally. So what so, are you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm keep like, going. Sorry. I know. There's, no, there's I want to keep, no, keep going. I'm like, I want to know more about this. So like share more than like what exactly. I'll share like kind of, kind of what I do. And yeah. here's what's interesting is he gave me a lot of like reading from like his mentors mm-hmm. and um, what was really like mind blowing for both of us is the things that it talks about doing to connect to shamanism. I had actually done intuitively already. Like that was freaking mind blowing. Like it talks about, so shamanism's big on, there's three worlds, there's lower world, middle world, and upper world. And we start with like middle and lower world, right? And that's where a lot of us meet our spirit guides and power animals. Um, And I'm big with the animals. Every time I do Reiki, every time I get visions of animals for people. And I never knew like what the connection was there. I never knew why was that? Like anytime I meditate and I've met spirit guides, they're automatically animals. I've never thought of it as a person. So I feel really connected there. And just, there was a lot of like things that was like, do this, do this, do this to open this spirituality through shamanism. And I told him, I was like, oh my God. Like I literally did that like three months ago, just like for no reason other than it felt right. (laughs) So it just feels really good um, to know that I'm on the right path in that way. 
mm-hmm. and to be connected with animals in that way. So what I'm offering right now is this shamanistic drumming journey, right? What that is, because I know people are like, what does that mean? In a nutshell, you're basically in a deep meditation to the beat of a drum. That's basically, there's nothing scary about it. There's nothing weird about it. It's literally, I am beating on this drum about 108 beats per minute, and it puts your brain into this alpha and theta state, which is what you achieve in deep meditation. Mm -hmm. That's what's going on, you know? And it's very like womb oriented. This is like womp, 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 womp of like the heartbeat. And so while you're doing that, you're you're basically being guided to meet your own power animals, like your own spirit guides. And what you get to do is you get to ask clarifying questions about your life. And they literally take you on a journey, the shamanistic drumming journey. And you're just kind of like going on this journey with them and you're getting clarification on stuff. And the, the things that have happened for me have been so mind blowing because it's like, there's so many different journeys you can do. There's healing journeys. There's asking questions journeys. There's learning more of why your power animal is your power animal. And I actually, if you don't mind, have a story that just got highlighted for me through this. That's pretty yeah. powerful to me. Yeah. If that's sure. okay. I feel like yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. too much. No, you're talking. There so is no listen, too much Blair wanted to. Blair wanted to bring this up. I'll bring this up now. Yes. I have to admit everybody. Okay. I have to admit I've never listened to a podcast in my life. Oh my God. There it is. <laughs> I know. I, she tells me this. I was like, this is great. So I was the like, first- your very first time on a podcast, yes. you've never even listened to a podcast. <laughs> she was like, no. <laughs> and I'm just like, right. and it's not that I haven't wanted to. I'm just like, listen, I'm new to social media. I never had social media in my life until February. And I only got it for my Reiki business, guys. Like, I'm behind the time. I'm behind the times and I'm okay with that. I am comfortable in my skin. <laughs> I love this so much. So yeah, and you're gonna be like, Am I talking too much? No, you're definitely not talking too much. You're just like, keep going, girl. <laughs> okay. So I know you can't see it, but when I got sober. I didn't have any tattoos. And when I got sober, I just was like, I need to get this tattoo. And I drew it. And I don't, I'm not like creative and artistic like that. And like, I drew it and I put it on my arm where anybody can see it. You can't even see it. No, no, I was showing you Blair. Yeah. So I created this tattoo. It's this, it's like an awkward place. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even know like what it was. I just knew it needed to be on my body. And I would tell people, oh, it's like a peace sign. Right. Cause it kind of looks like that, but it's not, it does. it's not right. But it's like not connected in a circle. People think it looks like a chicken foot, right? Like it's, it is. (laughs) I can see that too. If somebody said, okay. Like, I don't, I don't know, whatever. I just needed it on my body. Fast forward all of these years later, and I'm working with a shaman and I'm about to make my own drum and we're discussing which skin I should use, which hide. And I'm thinking elk. And he's like, oh my gosh, elk would make so much sense with your algas rune tattoo. And I'm like, what? <laughs> My what? And runes are like a Norse alphabet, right? There, that's a whole yes, other, yes. whole other thing, right? Yeah. And algis is, is the sign for elk, and it is exactly that. And it then is that. Tattoo. Yep, it's that. It's a, look it up. Algiz, A L G I Z, right? It's one of the most protective, like energetically protective, um, symbols that you can have. Okay. Oh my gosh. It is also the sign for the Valkyrie. 
And the Valkyrie is like the spiritual badass woman kind of warrior, right? So I was like, it gets better. So I'm like, <laughs> this is pretty freaking cool. This is pretty cool, right? So then later on, he has me, he's guiding me to do a journey to find out a power symbol for myself. That's part of what we do. And that's what, I'll side note, I'm continuously doing my own journeys, everyone, so that I have experiences. So I'm not just like guiding people blindly, right? I'm yes. continuing to do my own healing. I think that is super freaking important. I just want to put that so, out there. Yes. I love that yes. side note because that is so important. Yep. When you yep. are going to be facilitating for other people, yep. you best be doing the work for yep. yourself. And 100. I want everyone to know that I still go get, I give myself self Reiki, but I go get Reiki from other practitioners. I do my own meditations. I do my own, like I let people guide me through the shamanic drumming journey. I'm working under a shaman. I am big on making sure that there is flow there and, and, and keeping my space clear, keeping my side of the street clean. Love it. Back to you. <laughs> he has me do this journey to look up a power symbol. So I go on this journey of just a meditation, right? Yeah. And this algae's symbol is everywhere. And I'm just like, that's too easy. Like, come on, this is tattoo. We just freaking talked about it. And so my, one of my main spirit guides is a deer and the deer showed up and was like, girl, there is a reason that's your power symbol. And I'm like, okay, well tell me the reason. And on this meditation, on this journey, I get this higher perspective and I see myself at the end of my drinking and using, and I am laying on the floor and I'm dying. I've been abused. I've been abusing my body. My soul is being sniffed out. I'm dying, laying on the ground, right? And it's like this heartbreaking visual of what was really going on 10 years ago for me. And here comes deer. And the deer comes and he uses his antlers, which is what this looks like, to prop me up, imprinting that symbol onto my body and carries me off in his freaking antlers. And then I get sober and I have to put that on my body for some reason. That's insane. Insane. And then they started talking about like in this meditation, the Valkyrie, the Valkyrie's big on, they're the ones that go to battlefields and they choose out of the ones who are dying, who gets to be brought to Valhalla, right? So who gets to be brought to like a better life? And then they showed me my sobriety journey and they're like, look at what you're doing. You are helping people that are literally dying and showing them a better life. And so basically I've been marked to help others. And to do that. Oh my God. I mean, what? And I got that through a drumming journey. That is, oh my God. Like my whole body is like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I love, you know what I realize is that, so when I meditate, I like to cycle through different music and stuff like that. And I usually lean towards like binarial beats mm -hmm. is what I lean towards. But there was a period of time that I was like deep into using, I would find shamanic drumming yeah. on, on YouTube yeah. and I just was like in it and loved it. And at first it was interesting because at first I kind of resisted it because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I like this, but then like there was, I don't know. I finally was like, you know what, I'm just going to try it and, and like get into it. And I had sometimes some of the most powerful yep meditations when I was using the shamanic drumming. And now that I think about it, I haven't done one in like a really long time. Yeah. They're and I think that's why people get nervous, right? Like even through meditation, we are a society that wants to be in control. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And so yeah. even with meditation, it is like, I am going to control how deep I go. I'm going to control the time. I'm going to control, you know what I mean? There's so much control with the drumming. It kind of, the way that the beats are happening, it, it's like, you don't, and I don't want to say it's like, you don't have control because you're completely have control of like your own body and your own thoughts and everything, but it gets you to a state that's deep enough that like your brain is like, let's just really heal guys. Let's just actually freaking let this in and heal and get some answers. Yeah. And so that's why, yeah, I've been really into like, to doing that because to me, this is them seeking their own clarity. It's them tapping into their own intuition. It's them tapping into, you know, their own answers, their own like subconscious. It's not me giving them anything. Yeah. Right. It's straight up. Just what comes up for you, why it comes up for you, gives you a little bit more of just, uh, more avenues. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And I just actually did uh, my first couple's drumming journey. It was my brother and his new girlfriend. Oh, how cute. It was so cute. And so they, you just lay side by side and go on your separate little journeys at the same time. And it's like, you know, what a fun little date idea, right? That is such a fun date idea. I would never even think (laughs) though. I would love to see my husband try to do this. Like everyone, (laughs) people who have been following the show for a while, they know, like my husband Mm. is far. I mean, he's so the opposite of me. Oh, that's fantastic. So the opposite of me in so many ways. But for my 40th, we went to Sedona. And when we were there, it was like a really beautiful experience for actually both of us. And it's so funny because I was just talking about the Sedona experience when we were in San Diego and I was sharing this whole like how he was actually kind of tapping into it and like he Mm. was feeling it and vibing with it. But he was like, I mean, I don't know what any of that means, but I guess I'm having (laughs) like, he was having a great time way more than I thought he would. So I feel like he's, he's getting more open to trying things like that. So I feel like I could get him be like, don't you want to do like a drumming date with me? And he'd be like, (laughs) drumming date like what <laughs> I feel like it'd be like as long as there's something else afterwards I get to be physically drumming <laughs> like afterwards because I, I don't know what you're talking about yeah. Um, yeah I love that and it's actually it's funny because even before I started this um part of one of the Reiki services I offer is sound healing with Reiki mm. and I've always incorporated drumming part of that like there is this crystal singing bowls I use, but then I drum over you. Not the same frequency of beats, but just like this kind of rooted, like heart chakra kind of reason. Mm-hmm. So I, I offer that even with my Reiki, you know, it's a little bit slightly different, but it's with the sound healing um, aspect of my Reiki. Cause I'm, I'm just very drawn. I think I'm just drawn to like that native American part of me that is just so connected with, with the animals. Like to me, I'm just more connected with nature. Like my God stands for great outdoors. You know, so that's just kind of where I'm, that's where I'm comfortable. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of people right now that are connecting back into like the roots of, of, you know, I think we all, when you look at our cultures, like across the board, they, we all have, I've been trying to explore, like, what are my native roots to Mm -hmm. like, you know, and I can't even remember. I think my husband, he sorted it out. Cause I was like, what, what would be the tribal land, you know, cause I'm German, Irish, French. And so I'm like, right. what would that have been? And what would yeah. that have culture been doing? Because we all have different ties and roots, but a lot of it, like you're saying to, to nature and to like 
sound healing and drumming and these circles that we would come together, whether it was like after a hunt, you know, and you know, all the warriors would come and we'd celebrate and there were all these things that we did that we just have all walks of life, all walks of life, all walks of life. It's not just, yeah. Native American culture. It's all cultures. You're right. They all came around a fire, right? Fire ceremony is the oldest ceremony there is, you know, and they all use that, right? They all use that drumming. They all use the conversation. They all mm-hmm. use community. The they stories. all use the storytelling. Yeah. All of them. And so when we're so tapped out of that, it's like, no wonder, like we're feeling a loss of connection to a faith, to a spirituality, to however you want to call it, you know, because we're just so like disconnected and we're so just tapped out of, of connecting in that way. So that's, you know, I love, and I do like a women's circle each month too. Like I'm all about bringing community. I mean, that's really like, that's where I come from. I come from wanting to spread. So let me just tell you what I, the way that I prepare for my, my sessions is, you know, I, I do my own little meditation and I'm asking mother Gaia, this earth, because Reiki, you know, a lot of people know it's like this Japanese form of light touch, but it's beyond that. It's not just Japanese. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the Usui one that we learn is based out of that. But Reiki is a universal life energy. So it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I asked Gaia, I'm like, I humbly ask to use this, to use her energy in this session with somebody so that I can send them back out into her world, vibrating at a higher frequency. Oh my God. I love that. So That's much. my jam. I love it. So when we're looking at like shamanism and we're looking at like what you were even saying, right? Because there, there are differences in, in cultural, like different native um, cultures. And I definitely am all for, you know, understanding that, honoring that, supporting that and, and recognizing, you know, um, the differences um, within those cultures when it comes to shamanism. Cause I've seen that there's shamans in different like different areas. Like I, I went to Peru once. And so there was, you know, the shamans of in Peru. And then, mm-hmm. so I don't know, is it, they're different. Do they practice things differently or it's like, no, they're all it's. Yeah. You know, there are different, like, and I, what I'm learning is core shamanism and core shamanism is more of like a widespread where it's like, it kind of it pulls from everything. And it's a little bit more open-ended. It's a little bit more all-inclusive mm-hmm. um, because yeah, obviously there's going to be a little bit of differences here and there just in the fact of what they have available to them, mm-hmm. right? Like the plants they have available for plant medicine, the animal, right? All of that. Yeah. But, but at its core, it's all pulling from just this like heartbeat of the universe and just this like, I don't know, this energy that they they've pulled from, which, you know, at the core, is going to be the same, you yeah. know, it's really just, and that's why I like it. It's so all-inclusive. It's no, even Reiki, Reiki, shamanism, there's no religious aspect to it, right? There's no like, oh, you must believe in this in order to receive healing from this. Nothing like that. It's like you, you can come from any kind of belief you want for either of these two things, and you're still going to heal the same as anybody else. Okay. And I think that that's where probably my misconception was though, in terms of like with shamanism, like I, cause I think a lot of what I, I had heard about was like plant medicine with, with shamanism. So I didn't realize that there was even like, so when I, I guess that's what I was thinking, right. That 
you though are taking people with the drumming, you can essentially, you're taking them on a journey, much like a shaman who maybe specializes in plant medicine and they're taking and leading, they're using, you know, like I think of ayahuasca, right? That's the the first one that pops in my brain. Like they're using that as the tool to take somebody through a journey. Whereas you're using like the drumming as leading them as the tool yeah, I that's a beautiful way to put it. I love that you put it that way. And and I'm probably butchering like a lot of this because again, I'm still new and I'm still learning. And Mark, he's my mentor, he's my shaman. And I I'm gonna give him a shout out. He is all like he's so much more knowledgeable than me. So if I'm butchering anything, I am so sorry. <laughs> but this is always good, right? Like if anybody is listening to this, right? It's just honoring the fact that we're always still learning and we're growing. I'm humble. I am very humble in my learning. I don't, you know what I mean? And I'm very tapped into the intuitive start. And I'm I'm connecting with him very constantly on like journeys and, and other people like, you know, I'm constantly getting guidance. So I think that's the safe part is I'm not just out there doing things with zero like guidance, but yes, I love how you put that. I am taking people on a journey. And again, I think this is why it settles so close for me is it's completely clean and sober. Mm. There is no mood or mind altering substances. And I'm not knocking any of that, but that's why that speaks clear to me because that's my life. You know, I, I, yeah. I go, I go through healing, I get spiritual experiences and I, and I get to have them without substances, even if they're natural substances, you know? Mm. And so I think that's why I'm really drawn to this um, and the Reiki because it's all just completely completely no mood or mind altering other than your own meditation. Yeah. And I love that. And I think that is, it's good for people to understand that because whether or not it's, it's a personal choice because of, you know, your past and then of, of your, you knowing like, this is what's better for you and your body. Right. And it's, again, it's that using that discernment of knowing like, this is what's good for me and my journey. It's not knocking anything else. It's just recognizing like, because I, even for me, um, I've had so many people that they're shocked just because of all the things I guess I've tried or I've done in my healing that they're like, you haven't done plant medicine. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, let's back the fuck up. Like, I mean, yeah. technically I did plant medicine when I was like a teenager, it's but it was not, I mean, I did the weed. I did yeah. the shrooms. Yeah. I like, I did some other drugs. Maybe of, just not with the intent of healing. Exactly. So I like, went on a journey. A lot of that's the intent of checking out when we're younger too, right? I don't yeah. want to feel what I'm feeling. I'm going to check out. So there's a difference too. Like I'm um, yeah. doing it with a different intention. I love exactly. that. It was definitely a journey. That's for yeah. sure that I went on, <laughs> on some of those nights. I mean, I can, I have lots of stories of yeah. the nights. But I did those, but yes, there's, I, I think for me personally, because of my experiences that I had, I recognize that for me right now, physically, there's something about it in my body that does, that doesn't feel safe right. to, to enter into that space. And no matter right. how many times people try to tell me like, oh, but the shaman is really great. And the space that I'm like, nope, still think I'm going to be freaking out in a corner. Like, and I love that you listen to that time at all. So I think it's great that people understand that there are so many options available to them in their journey. And, or this is a great stepping stone into deepening their meditative practices or exploring more their intuitiveness. Cause I feel like that strengthens that ability to like get into your body in a way and really like trust kind of the process that's unfolding. Um, and 
So my question then to you is, so when you're leading like a drumming session, you don't say anything. You don't, you're just, you're letting so, them go or do you guide yeah, at all in the middle I, of it? I just let them know before it starts. Cause there's different beats, right? There's like, I, and I, and I go th- over all of it, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. basically for a drumming journey for your first time, you're going, you're starting at middle world. And that's like somewhere that maybe, you know, here, that's beautiful that you meditate at like a, a park, a meadow, a, a beach, right? And you're like taking yourself there. And then you're looking for an opening to go down like a tunnel, uh, a slide, uh, you know, a crack in the whatever it is. And you like enter this like lower world. And then you're like, you're experiencing these plants, these animals, and you're asking these animals as you come across, are you my spirit guide? And they either say yes or no, or you they give you the feeling. And if they are, you're well on your way, right? This is where who you're asking. This is your guide. This is something you can pull from when you're not doing the drumming journey. So I'll go through all of that before we actually start. And I'll kind of let them know like a little bit about what to expect. Um, it's different for everybody. And there's different like beats, right? There's the beat that and I'll, I'll let them listen to it. I'm like, this is the beat that you're going to listen to when you're going and finding your beautiful place. And then this is the beat you're going to listen to when you're looking for an opening down into lower world. And then this is the beat you'll hear for about 10 minutes. It's about 10 minutes of like the, the fast beat where you just go on your journey and you just ask your spirit guide, your power animal, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want you know, for this journey. Right. And then I'll show them a different beat on coming back up. So I explain it all to them. I let them hear the beats and then they lay down, they're covered cozy with a blanket. They're safe. Their eyes are covered. They're protected in this beautiful sacred circle. I call in the directions. I call in, you know, all of the spirit animals and guides for each direction, including, um, you know, like up in the mother earth sky, so I create this beautiful healing space and then I just go and I'm just drumming for them. I'm in a trance myself, just like feeling the healing, you know, yeah. for them. And then they come out and they start journaling. We don't even talk. They just start journaling about everything that pops up. And then if they want to talk about it with me, we talk about it. We get some clarity about it and they get to keep that for their next journey to, to go even deeper, to go somewhere else. Okay. I love this so much. So do you pair though, like with these experiences, Um, if they want to like, to, I I, I guess, like have a mentorship or like a guidance. So like, okay. Okay. So I'm like, how do I say this? (laughs) I brain put all the words together into a sentence. So like what I feel like when I have gone through maybe some like really deep meditative experiences. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think like, I'm at a part in my journey where I can kind of like, I can journal, I can see it. I can kind of do the work around it because I've, I've equipped myself with tools and understanding yeah. like inner child healing work, deconditioning work, shadow work, all that kind of stuff. Yes. Right. But I do remember like in the beginning, or even now I still have mentors and guides that I can lean into. Right. But especially in the beginning, like when I was very first going into kind of like a deeper meditation and things would pop up, it would be, I'd come out and I'd have all this stuff, but then I was like, what do I do with, I'm so confused. Or I felt kind of like, you almost, you know how like you open up a little bit and your body just kind of like, then it's having a release or it's just kind of feeling more things. Do you like give ways to kind of like then navigate that if for people that are like, I mean, I want to have (laughs) the experience, but then, but then what, what do I do? Totally. I absolutely sit with you. We talk about it. I use my own intuitive guidance, my own connection um, to bring some clarity into maybe what you have just felt, heard. Um, 
I absolutely, I offer ongoing support with that, um, ongoing clarity with that. Like if you want, like I like to do the every other where you come in for a drumming journey and your next time's a Reiki, you know what I mean? And then like to clear out anything. Um, so yes, I'm very much in tune with that, in tune with you, especially for people who are new with that. Um, and it's okay to me. I always tell people, even with Reiki, it's like when people come in with a certain intention, right? Mm -hmm. it, your body knows what to heal more than your mind does. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Always. And I laugh at so, that because I'm laughing yes. because it's funny and it's not funny. You're like, you really yes. want to work on something and your body's like, no, nah, no, nah. sit down, shut up. We really need to work on that. Absolutely. So it's like, you may not be able to like have this understanding in your mind and you shouldn't like, like your intuition isn't in your head anyway. Your intuition is in your gut, right? And so it's like, let's say you don't understand what came up. You don't even need to. It has literally opened up your body and it's using law of attraction now with whatever came up. It's going to start bringing that into your life. My first drumming journey I went on, I had like these ancestors around me and they were all dancing, right? All dancing. They're all like about this dancing. I'm like, what is this dancing? About three months later or so, I went on a random retreat, which is where I met, you know, Andy Love. Okay. And we did the soul flow dancing and, and it opened. I had this huge experience. I'm now learning to do that too, a practitioner for soul flow embodiment. And so there it was, right? It was like it opened up this law of attraction where all of a sudden I'm bringing these things into my life that it, it opened for me. I don't have to manipulate it. I don't have to overthink it. I don't have to, right? That's the whole point is we're no longer overthinking things. We're just opening and expanding and letting things come in for our best and highest good. That's how I look at it. Mm, I love that. Cause it does, it kind of allows like the, well, it's the conscious overthinking ego yep. brain that wants yes. to come in and kind of like all the shoulds, the coulds, you know, I tell people you're shutting all over yourself, <laughs> right? Like, love it. Or yeah, it's, it's, it's getting that part of your brain quieted down so that yeah, your more higher self can come in and yeah, you can really yes. start accessing yes. these pieces of yourself that you don't really truly allow yes. yourself to access. Yes. And I love that you use, word, you use the word ego. Um, I've been taught that ego stands for edging God out. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously God can mean whatever it means for you. It doesn't have to mean what you're thinking, but it's literally edging out any kind of trust in the process when we're an ego, right? It's like, I've got this. And I'm not going to let this flow happen. And I'm not going to trust what's going to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I think it is all of these, um, services that I'm offering, they're all about just, yeah, like tapping back into your intuition, getting out of your freaking head mm -hmm. and letting your body like kind of tell you like what's going on. What, where do we need to heal? Where do we need to start? What journey do we need to go on? Um, so I think that's, I, I create a safe space for that. You know, I'm creating a very down to earth approach to, I'm very down to earth. I've you know, have not like sailed off into this like realm where I'm just like, you know, not even like here. I feel like my feet need to planted firmly on earth to be able to help people and meet them where they're at mm -hmm. and not just like talk spiritually over anybody. Yeah. And I honestly feel like that's, it's the, you know, the past that you've walked, the journey that you've walked up until this time. And I remember I had somebody, oh my God, this was so long ago. They had done like a reading for me. It was like a cards of life reading. 
if people don't know what cards of life are, it's, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's, it's amazing. And so she had done a reading for me and she had said, she was like, your life, the, she's like, the, the card I had was like one of the most spiritual high numbers within the deck. But to have that, you walk this life that is like, it's hardships, it's struggles. You will go through some of the darkest times. You will have a lot more uphill battles, but Mm -hmm. through that it's, you are more empathetic, you're more understanding, and you get to become the light at the end of the tunnel for other people that are walking through struggles. Right. And they always talk about like, you know, spiritually evolving and getting to certain levels. Like it's not because you've usually walked a very easy path. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. So it's like, that's what I see when you, you say that it's like, because you've walked a different path that has, has carved out this understanding of, you know, like you're saying, keeping your feet rooted on the ground and being able to be like that hand out to other people yeah. and show them yeah. the way. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, for me, so I I like to, to say it like this, right. Where, uh, the bottom of my drinking and using when it was at its worst was during Christmas time, 10 years ago. And nowadays Christmas time is my most favorite time of year. Right. And some people are like how, you know, a lot of people, when they have trauma around a certain time, that time of year is wrapped around that and they have a hard time, mm. you know, enjoying. And and so how can Christmas time be just, I, I just love it. I love it. And the reason I have the freedom to love it is because I use what I went through to help other people. So I give it purpose. It's not just sitting somewhere in my body rotting. I actually am grateful for that time because I'm actually able to use that to help other people. And so it's like, I get to be grateful for it because look at the life it has given me. Mm. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, for the last, you know, decade, I've been helping other people in their journeys of sobriety. And now when I got into the Reiki and the shamanism, I get to freaking open that door even wider. Right. And I get to like help people outside of that. And so it's just, Oh my God, like these doors have just burst wide open. I'm so freaking into being there for other people. And um, I'm very well aware that when I'm helping other people, they're helping me too. You know, like that's, that's huge because it's this whole give and take. Yes. I used to hear it called, um, turn your mess into your message. Yep. Yep. I can carry a message or I can carry a mess. Yeah. I love it. Oh my God. I love it so much. Um, So we are winding down, we're getting close to our stop time. And I just want to be able to give the audience an opportunity to learn like how they can connect with you, all the things. So what do you, what do you have available for everybody who now is going to be like, how do I work with Tina? (laughs) (laughs) And I would love that. And, um, and you know, the drumming too, um, my, my mentor, I'm learning that he does um, virtual drumming healings for people. So that doesn't have to be in person either. Okay. And he's actually, cause he does Reiki as well. And he, he talks about combining the two has been a more powerful experience. So I'm very much into, um, to doing that with people as well. But, but so like I mentioned, I am a baby with social media <laughs> and so you can go on my Instagram Reiki Warrior (laughs) Healing and Reiki Warrior Healing is my business name. And that's a whole reason too, why it's called that. And, um, and you will see somebody learning how to do social media and (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that you're owning this right now. I want every single person who is listening to this. If you are a business owner, this is just how you own it. You just own like, Hey, I'm, I'm a baby social media person yeah. right now. I don't know how I'm using social media, but I know this is where you meet the peoples apparently. Yes. Yes. So I'm just doing it. So, because there's am, so many times just... people, they, they are like, they get so freaked out yes. that they don't know how to do something. So then they just yes. don't put their business out there. Totally. Totally. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to trust the process and do exactly. this. And you get to see my growth on like my first videos. And it was funny because I wanted to keep it just about business. Right. And then I was like, oh, it looks like you have to like let people in and get to know you for them to connect. <laughs> and so now I'm posting about things that I'm doing. And it's just like this whole like it's just been a journey for me, guys. Like you going on my social media and following me. Thank you. Because it is like helping my journey. And I get to like follow you and I get to like learn, like I'm so teachable. Um, and so, yeah, so you can see, you can get me on Instagram. I have my own website, ReikiWarriorHealing.com. And you can see all of those kinds of services. There's a lot of explanations there. Um, and so that's where I'm at. I post a lot on Nextdoor because I'm big on like helping community. Um, I don't even so, know yeah, what Nextdoor kind of, is. Oh, so Nextdoor is just like an app where it's like basically everybody near you, they, they come together and they're like, Hey, does anybody know where this lost dog is? Or, Hey, what's going on over here? It can have oh. the same kind of negative stuff too. I don't mm. really like to pay attention to that. And I just like put out there, Hey, I'm offering this. If anybody's struggling with burnout, you know, like this and this. And so I like to just kind of like expand it into um, my neighborhood too, you know, just let people know that there's some solution close by. Oh my God. I love that so much. See, I just learned something new that I didn't even know about, but <laughs> again, like even just commending you for you guys, like I came into a group chat with a bunch of facilitators and I was like, Hey, who's interested in being coming on the podcast? Cause I want to get it restarted back up. I took like the longest break ever. And I would love to have some of you guys on. And Tina immediately was like, sure. Yeah. I'd love to be on. Had, she could have allowed the fact that she's never even listened to a podcast, <laughs> totally stop her and been like, well, I should probably listen to a podcast first and then like figure that out before I even say yes to being on her show. So like, I commend you. That's thank you. Amazing. Try not to let fear rule my life anymore. I love the acronyms for fear, right? There's one that stands for fuck everything and run. And then there's <laughs> I've never heard that one. That's what I used to do. And now I get to use it as face everything and recover, right? And oh that's like, God, that's still so good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I try to do. I'm like, it's okay to feel fear. I feel fear. That is so totally valid. It's just, I don't let it ruin my life or rule my life. It's like, I just let, like, my faith just means that I walk through the fear anyway. Oh, yeah. And I so love that's this so much. Basically what I do. You guys need to just hang out seriously. Like you're going to go to her social media and you're going to follow her journey because she, I, you are great. Like we were even going to throw it. I have to throw this in because I said I was going to yes. say it at some point. She yes. has this term. She was, so we're in the car. So when we were in San Diego and we're riding around, she would hop in my car a lot and we, you know, go to lunch or whatever. And then I think it was on the way to the airport. I was yeah. dropping her off and one other girl at the airport before I headed out of town and she just all, I can't remember what, how you said it, but you're all like, I mean, life just gets lifey sometimes. And I was like, what? And then it somehow got into like being hella lifey. Yeah. Life just gets hella lifey. Life just gets hella lifey sometimes. <laughs> and I was just like, 
uh, I need a shirt that says that. Yes. <laughs> Reiki warrior healing needs to now have yes. branded shirts. One that just says yeah. hello lifey. <laughs> you also need to have one with the fear. Yes. <laughs> like these are so good. Yes. Oh, I love thank it so you. much. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you yeah. for saying yes. It's showing up. Thank you for having me. Thank you for giving me that opportunity. Yes. Well, you guys, I'm going to have everything in the show notes. So you can just go down below. I'll have her website, her, her newbie Instagram, all of the things. <laughs> and I'm sure if anybody has questions or anything, they can just slide into your DMs yep. and message you. you and know, and listen, I didn't even know what that meant for a minute. I was like, and I literally did not know what a hashtag was that saved my life. I'm like, what does that mean? Why is everybody talking like this? Yes. What, what is that? Yes. What's BRB? Like, <laughs> I still don't know all these things. My son talks about things because like he, he plays games and stuff and they talk like that all the time. So he's constantly talking in these terms and I'm like, what? Totally. totally. But yeah, you can reach out to me on my website. You also can do my email, my uh, phone number, whatever is comfortable for you. You know, however you want to reach out, I'm here for you. Perfect. So you guys reach out to her with any questions that you have. And yeah, I'm so thankful that you came on the show. Thank you so much. And you guys, if you loved this episode, which I'm sure you did, and you learned a whole lot and you want to share this with your audience or your friends or friends that you're like, oh, they got to learn more about this or they need to do a shamanic drumming or whatever the case may be, please go ahead, share this on your Insta stories. Make sure to tag me and Tina. Like I said, you'll have things tagged below so you'll know what to tag. And then, yeah, thank you guys for being here. It was so much fun. And I will see you guys on the next episode.